Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Mike Kennedy with the Living in Victory broadcast. We're going to start a new series today. I would like you to join your faith with me, hook with me, amen. Heavenly Father, we come to you, Lord. Father, we thank you for this day. Father, your word says you have anointed me. So, Father, I believe that. I trust it. Father, I ask for your help to get the word out, to speak your oracles. Open up our eyes and our hearts that we be receptive of your word, Father, that you get glory in it, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Well, the Lord put something on my heart that many Christians today around the world were dealing with an issue that Jesus resolved. And we need to resist the enemy. Amen. We're going to get into the word regarding fear and peace. The title of the series is The Presence of Peace, The Absence of Fear. You could also have the presence of fear, hence the absence of peace. You and I are called to live in peace, to follow peace. Amen? See, there are two different main spirits leading people. You're either being led by the Spirit of God, the Spirit of peace, or you're being led by the Spirit of fear, which is the Spirit of Satan. He tries to get us to, to lead us by fear, doubt. Amen? So which one are you following? I assure you that at different times in your life, even though you may be a believer, you may be a minister of faith of the gospel of Jesus Christ, there are times where you're being tempted to be led by the spirit of fear. And you've even done it. I've done it. Everybody has done it other than Jesus. We've all missed it and come short. You say, oh, brother Mike, I'm not led by fear. Well, let's get into the word and find out how subtle fear is and how dangerous it is. We're also going to get into where the spirit of fear arrived. When did it come into play on planet Earth? Amen. And how to tell the difference to detect it, how subtle it can be, how to resist it, and how to walk in peace and be led by the spirit of peace. Amen. Thank you, Father. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Well, if God didn't give it to us, I don't want it. I only want what God has given to us. The goodness of God. His blessing. If he didn't give us a spirit of fear, then where did it come from? God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Glory to God. Well, if you're walking in love, if you're walking in power and authority that God has blessed us with, glory to God. If you've got a peaceful, sound mind, making wise decisions, glory to God. But many Christians are not. And we all have to fight this because the enemy tries to put fear into us, doubt into us, lead us by fear. Timidity is a level of fear. Amen. We'll get into what the word says about that. Fear is a spirit. The spirit of fear endeavors to make us weak. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Well, if you are in fear, you're not in joy. You're not in peace. The spirit of fear tries to get you weak, tries to get you off, tries to get you out of joy. 
tries to get you in depression, tries to get you in timidity, bashfulness, to keep you out of the blessings of God from living in victory. See, people frown because they're afraid of something in their life that they're not going to succeed in. It's not going to happen their way. They aren't going to make it. They aren't going to get something. It's not going to work out. Those are all levels of fear and doubt. See, fear will keep you out. But joy, joy is strength. You're either full of fear or fearful of something, or you are joyful, full of joy, full of strength. Amen? And if you're full of strength and full of joy, you're at peace. Glory to God. You are positioned to win. You know, many people today are seeking different kind of diets. A sugar-free diet. A diet that's, that's feel free of different um, man-made items. The problem with that is that they're more focused on being a sugar-free diet than they are being um, a, a free of fear life. You should be seeking a life that's free of fear. Oh, I'm not saying you shouldn't try to get off of sugar. I'm saying a lot of people have lost their focus and they're focused on things of that nature rather than seeking first the kingdom of God. Amen? Let's look at uh, verse 8. Glory to God. In verse 8, we find out a little bit about what was going on in Brother Timothy's life. See, this was written by Paul, an apostle, to Brother Timothy. And in verse 8, it says, Therefore, now that ties it to verse 7. In other words, he said, God didn't give you a spirit of fear. Therefore, because he gave us power, love, and a sound mind, because of that, therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. Well, why would you be ashamed? First of all, the enemy was trying to put shame on him. Don't put shame on your kids. Amen. Teach them not to be afraid. Teach them not to be ashamed. So we see a little bit into what Brother Timothy was going for. He was being timid over what he knew about the gospel. Speaking in tongues. Being a faith-filled man. Amen? Things that Brother Paul had taught them. See, if you're being too timid, it will keep you out of obeying the things of God. You say, oh, no, it won't. Well, wait. If you're being too timid to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, you've got a problem. Amen? See, Brother Timothy was being pulled, pressured. If he was too timid to obey the leading of the Lord, he wasn't going to be led by the Spirit of God. Then what spirit was leading him? The spirit of fear, the spirit of timidity, the spirit of doubt, spirit that tries to pressure. Amen? You know, even last week, I was on my motorcycle riding my Harley and went into a store. And uh, before I walked in, I'm wearing my Tribe of Jude Jesus' Lord patch that we ministered outlaw bikers in. And this voice came to my mind, oh no, maybe you should put your patch in your saddlebag rather than wear it in. What are people going to think? That's not of God. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. See, that same type of spirit, that same type of spirit was trying to move 
into Timothy's life. You say, where'd you get that? Well, let's look at verse eight. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. Don't be ashamed of it. Don't put shame on your children. That's putting fear on them. Jesus bought and paid for so we wouldn't have to be ashamed. He took shame off of us that we could boldly go to the throne of grace. I said, no, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. See, if you're ashamed of it, then you aren't going to be in a position where you're being led by the Spirit to minister to somebody. This is a big deal. Because of that, if you're ashamed of it, if I, if I wouldn't have wore my patch in that day or other opportunities, the gospel may not have gone forth into somebody's life, may not have reminded them that Jesus is Lord. Shut the door for me speaking peace into them, love into them. Amen? Don't be ashamed of it. Don't allow any timidity to operate in your life. Teach your kids to resist it. Amen? Don't allow them to be timid at school, timid in their job. You know, if you're timid, it will hold you back of promotions, opportunities, things that you're supposed to step out boldly and take and do. It'll keep you back from it. Amen? Timidity, bashfulness are all levels of fear. There is no good fear. I've heard, I've seen it on, on church signs. A little fear does good. No, don't teach your kid fear. Teach them wisdom. Amen? Don't teach them to fear a car. Teach them wisdom that that 2,000-pound car could do some damage. Look both ways. Don't run into the street. Don't fear a snake. I remember as a child, uh, my dad taught us not to fear things like that. So I was down by the creek, and there was a water moccasin there, cottonmouth. Well, I took a stick, I was probably seven years old, put it over his, his head, pushed it down right behind his neck. Then I reached down, grabbed behind it. I'm not instructing you to do this to your kids. Have your kids do it. It didn't say I was wise, but I wasn't in fear. I took it home and my mom was in a ladder in the garage. And I said, mom, look at this, I got a viper. <laughs> she was on the ladder, she kind of grabbed it before she fell. She came down, you know, because I got it right up by her. I'm just a little kid. She came down and says, take that outside. She grabbed a hoe, cut its head off. She wasn't in fear of it either. Don't allow fear to lead you. Don't be afraid of snakes. Don't be afraid of demons. Amen? You are more than an overcomer. You're supposed to lead and control them. Amen? To subdue them. Amen? Hallelujah. Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony. You know, back on fear. Fear will either, if you're afraid of something, it will open up the door to destruction. That's what happened to Job. It opened up the door to destruction. If you're afraid of it, it will give power to it. If you resist it, it takes power out of it and puts it in the realm of authority that God has created you to walk in. We're talking about a big deal here. Timidity and fear. But God has called us to live in peace, not in fear. The title of this series, The Presence of Peace, The Absence of Fear. You can't have both at the same time. You can have the presence of fear and the absence of peace. But this is about the presence of peace.
peace, glory to God, the absence of fear. John 14, 27 says, peace, I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Now, this is red letters. That means it's by Jesus and red letters trump anything a psychologist has told you, anything else. No fear is good. You say, well, the word talks about fear of the Lord. Yes, and that is a bad translation. It's not afraid to him. We're supposed to boldly come to the throne. The word fear there should be translated reverence or awe of him, the awe of God, the reverence of God, not the timidity, running. We're going to get into word on that. Don't throw it out if you don't believe me. Fear is not good. Reverence is good. Awe of God is good. Amen? Reverence him. You can't be be afraid of him and go go to him boldly. Amen? Peace I live with you. I leave with you. My peace I give to you. See, this is the spirit of Jesus. The spirit of peace. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of peace. He's leaving that for us. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. If your heart's troubled, that's a level of fear. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. We have responsibility. Let not your heart, that's just the same as saying, don't let it. Don't do it. You don't allow it. We are not supposed to allow us to be led by fear, our heart to be troubled, we to be afraid. We're supposed to resist it. Don't allow it. Jesus left his, him his peace. Jesus left us his peace, the spirit of peace. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He didn't need it in heaven. There's no demons there. He defeated the demons whenever he rose from the dead here. He doesn't have to deal with crazy people in heaven. But down here, we do. We have to take authority over demons. The people who get upset, try to run us off the road, stir up strife, manipulate. That's what we have to enter into the spirit of peace with so that we don't get in fear or in anger. Amen. Don't get into sin. Don't be afraid of demons. The Hollywood idea of what demons are, they are defeated imps. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus left his peace. Say, I take it. I take the peace that Jesus left for me. Amen. See, you have to take it by faith. You have to choose to receive what he gave us. Just because he's bought and paid for things, we have to take it by faith. Whether it be prosperity, healing, walking in peace, resisting fear. We have a part we have to do. We have to resist fear and take his peace. Amen. Hallelujah. See, the enemy's going to try to throw you ideas, thoughts. He's supposed to, you're supposed to cast them down. Take them. Throw them down. Cast them down. Slam them down. Amen. Hallelujah. Say, I refuse to fear. Anytime those thoughts come, just say, I refuse to fear. Glory to God. I walk by the Spirit. I'm led by the Spirit. I'm not led by the Spirit of fear. Glory to God. You know, see, he said, goes on to say, I give you my peace, not as the world gives do I give to you. Well, what kind of peace does the world try to give us? Oh, they'll try to say that a facial will give you peace. 
um, card readers will give you peace. Oh, there's all kinds of meditation, and I'm not talking about meditating on the Word. Trans meditation, things like that. Transcendental meditation. Right breathing. I'm not saying you shouldn't breathe right, but that doesn't give you peace. Um, organic food. Apps on phone that play smooth music doesn't give you peace. Oh, you may relax a little bit. You may like it, but it's not going to give you peace. The peace that Jesus gave us. Amen. People say, oh man, pot will mellow you out. Take a hit. Oh, it may mellow you out. It may cause you to be a little bit mentally comatose or stoned, not making wise decisions, but it's not going to give you peace. The only way you can get real peace is by trusting in Jesus and taking the peace that he left for us by faith. Amen? Sleeping pills. They may put you to sleep, make you partially comatose. That doesn't mean you're even going to get rest. Definitely not, not peace. You get peace by trusting God and taking the peace that Jesus left for us. In the New Living Translation, of John 14, 27. It says, I am leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. That's the New Living Translation. The Message Bible, not a translation, but it's a paraphrase, says, I'm leaving you well and whole. That's my parting gift to you. Peace. I don't leave you the way you're used to being left, feeling abandoned, bereft. So don't be upset. Don't be distraught. These are examples of fear, levels of fear. The complete Jewish Bible says, what I am leaving you with is shalom. Glory to God. I am giving you my shalom, my peace, my abundance, my prosperity, my healing. I don't give the way the world gives. Don't let your, yourselves be upset or frightened. In the Amplified, let's take a look at it. John 14, 27. It says, Peace I leave with you. My own peace I now give and bequeath you, to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed. That means you have something to do here. You stop allowing it and do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. Do you see why I say that timidity is not of God? It's a level of fear. Intimidated. That means you are timid. Amen? Intimidated. It comes from being timid. That's where the word comes from. People say, Lord, give me your peace. Let's pray that the Lord gives us his peace. He's already done it. He's not going to do something he's already done because he's already done it. He says, I give it to you. Now, you don't let yourself be in fear. We're going to get into the scripture of how do we do that. Amen. That's great to have the word telling us to do something. But how do we do it? First of all, when God commands us to do something, his power, his enablement, Enabling His ability comes with it. So even if you couldn't before, you can now, brother and sister. And we're going to get into scripture in this series that helps us walk in peace and recognize fear and resist it and overcome it. 
Hallelujah. See, when people say, Lord, give me your peace, it's not scriptural. It's not scriptural to pray those things. Oh, I may be beating your flesh. Your church may do it every week, but it's religion. It's the traditions of man. And it's brought the word, the power of the gospel to no effect in your life. That's why you're still dealing with fear. Let's learn what the word says. Don't trust me on it. Question it. But let's get into the word and find out what the word says. Don't reject what the word says because of what a tradition of a church or what you were taught is. Let's find out what the word says and renew our mind according to what the word says. Amen. I've had to do it. I used to pray these prayers myself. I'm not judging you. This is things the Lord has taught me in his word, revealed to me because of being in his word. And God wants to show you these things as well, brother. Don't pray those things. Resist fear according to the word. He's already given you peace. Receive it. Amen. Resist fear. You know, King David, he was a man and he had to resist fear. He was very courageous, was he not? My, he was a courageous individual. He had to resist fear. When it came, up, came upon him, he had to refuse to walk in fear. Even as a child with the lion, the bear, he had to resist fear whenever it came to Saul trying to kill him. He had to resist fear with Goliath. Amen? He had to resist fear whenever his, his own people, his own um, soldiers were upset with him. He had to resist fear. Amen? And he overcame. It doesn't mean that he, he didn't have fear. He resisted it and he overcame it. You say, where do you get that? Well, let's look at Psalms. Hallelujah. Well, we aren't going to get as far as I thought we would today, but I believe the Lord is helping someone. Let's look at Psalms 23, 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So if you're walking through the shadow of the valley of death, that means that you're probably feeling fear. You're probably seeing death. You're seeing things that should scare and, and probably will scare you. Right? Try to tempt you to be afraid. You have to resist it. Even if you're shaking in fear, that's when you say, I refuse to fear. I refuse to fear. And then you, you resist it and the enemy will flee. Amen? David had to do this. It says, goes on to say, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will. That's his will. I will. I choose not to fear. I will not fear. I will fear no evil. That's a choice. That's a decision. He made a conscious decision to say, I will not fear. Even though I'm here, even though I'm being tempted to fear, I will not fear. Amen. King David. Hallelujah. We'll come back to this in another message of this series, I believe. But turn over just a couple of pages and let's look at Psalms 34, 4. You know, when I was looking up some of these scriptures, I found over 397 times in the Bible where the word says, go in peace or they went in peace. That is God's desire for us to go in peace. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of peace. That's what God wants for his children, for us to live in peace. Amen. There was peace on earth before sin. There was, there's peace in heaven now. 
There will be a new earth where there will be peace. Right now, there is not. Psalms 34, verse 4, it says, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. He's been delivered of all his fears. Well, then how many fears are left? No fears are left. No phobias. No fear of COVID, flying. No fear of cancer. No fear of your children not serving God. No fears left. He was delivered of his fears. This is David again. King David, one of the mightiest faith man warriors in the, in the history of mankind, had to deal with fear. So you don't think you'll have to? Yes, you and I both have to deal with fear. We have to resist it. Amen? Hallelujah. This David wrote this song because he was dealing with fear. He had to build himself up. Praise the Lord. He had to say, I will not fear. I fear no evil. I fear it not. Amen? You and I both need to do that at times. We need to say, I resist fear. I will not fear. Fear get out of here. Amen? Glory to God. See, fear came, but he overcame the fear because of what Jesus has bought and paid for for all of us. Amen? Hallelujah. You can overcome your fears as well. Jesus has already delivered you from them. You have to resist that spirit of fear and choose the spirit of peace. Amen? The presence of fear is the absence of peace, but the presence of peace is the absence of fear. I want to walk in peace. Amen. Walk in the joy of the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, this is Mike Kennedy with Living in Victory. We barely got started on this series. I believe we're all going to grow in it and walk in peace. Amen. Well, have a blessed day. And remember, faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Amen. Hi, this is Shara Kennedy, and I hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. Due to the goodness of God and the graciousness of our partners, we're happy to inform you that you can download our products free of charge from our website. If you would like to become a partner, receive a newsletter, or find out more about Final Quest Ministries, feel free to contact us at www.fqmin.org. We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today. For more information or to learn more about Final Quest Ministries, please visit our website at mikecanaday.org. Also, please like and follow us on social media for updates and podcasts. We pray today has blessed you.